It's Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, this is a special week for the Lifeline family, for our staff, especially for our staff here in Birmingham, because this is the week that we call Staff Retreat. And through our Staff Retreat week, we have our staff from all across the United States come and descend upon Birmingham, and we get to gather in worship and prayer and Bible study, and also we get to just hear from speakers and to encourage one another and equip one another for the year to come. And not only do we have our precious staff from around the United States, but we also get the great opportunity for our dear brothers and sisters from around the world to come as well. And this week, uh, we have just a special, special brother. He is my brother, Sasha, and he is here. He currently lives in Poland. He comes to Poland through Ukraine, and he has also brought Jeline, who oversees our Kyrgyzstan program. And so Sasha oversees all of our Eastern European programs as well as our Eurasian programs. And so that is Ukraine and Poland and Macedonia and Latvia and Kyrgyzstan and Bulgaria, Hungary, Romania. And certainly we are open to see how the Lord would grow. And we have seen so many precious children come home from these countries. And so I know many of those who are listening to this podcast uh, are, are those that maybe have adopted from Eastern Europe. And you know Sasha personally and know what a sweet man that he is and what an awesome uh, man of the Lord that he is. And uh, just blessed to have him in my home this week and with my children. And so, Sasha, would you just first just introduce yourself Obviously, you're from Ukraine and you live now in Poland, but talk a little bit about your family and just who you are and how excited you are to be here this week. Uh, hello, Herbie. Uh, it's really a privilege and honor to be here and to work with Lifeline. It's uh, a great uh, thing that I never dream, dreamed no. of. Uh, right now, it's reality, so thank you so much. And I'm married. We've been married for 21 years this mm-hmm. year. We have two daughters. My older daughter, Elizabeth, she's going to be 20 in January. I have younger daughter, Eve, Eve, or we're saying Eva, so she's 15. So we think we're a good family. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have different moments as everybody else, but uh, we're happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I... I've been involved in adoption since '99, so mm-hmm. and it was really good uh, time, and lots of good things happened, uh, you know, throughout these years. So, yeah, and I love, I love your family, and just Thank back you. in March, we got to go and be in your home in Poland and Warsaw, and it was great. Some of my most fond memories of this year are going to that pizza parlor right around from your home and. You and Natasha and I having pizza and just sharing life and talking about life and uh, love the way that you love your wife and you love your girls and the way that you care for them. I think that's important because, right, we are real people. We're not just helping put children into families, but we have our own families. We have our own children. And it's just always so encouraging to see 
and be around Natasha and to be around Elizabeth and Yeva and just to see the way that you love them and the way you lead your family and to know that it's from that overflow and the overflow of the Lord that you're loving on so many kids. And so, wow, what, over 300 kids you've seen come home to forever families. And so that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of families. That's a lot of your days that you've been spent caring for children. Do you have like a favorite moment or, you know, something that just sticks out over those 300 kids and those 300 families? Yes, I do have. Um, I think, uh, yes, uh, uh, I do have a favorite moment. Uh, um, I would say that each family is a favorite moment. And uh, I helped, you know, many different families. We have di- many different stories, you know. Sometimes it was, it was easy, fun. Sometimes it was really hard, you know, and emotional and stressful. But the, mo- the most important moment in each adoption is the moment, you know, uh, when, you know, all the problems in the past and family, you know, is complete, right? And they uh, back home. But that moment when family is back home is something that I don't see. So, and while you you have the good memory about the process, I mean, you don't see the real family, you know, how they, you know, doing back home. So, and the real moment of the moment was when, back in 2006, I was in Alabama, and Jenna invited me to the family reunion, right? And there were families who already adopted, adopted, and there were family who were in the process of adoption. So they were all together, had a big meeting. First time when I actually saw those families, you know, all together, I saw those kids, you know. I, I, I remember them being little, you know, now they growing up, you know, big kids. And it was that rewarding moment. It really, I think it was, was most valuable moment. A whole difference, you know, how I approach, you know, my work after that. Yeah, and I know one of the things we're going to get to do, even as part of our staff retreat with you and Jalene there, is have another one of those reunions for all the families from Kyrgyzstan and to see those five kids who used to know each other mm-hmm. in the orphanage and now come back together. Now they have families and they're in school and they're learning. I know what a precious moment that'll be for you and Jalene, really to see the fruit of the labor. And that's so many times something we don't think about. You guys work so selflessly, so hard to get the adoption to happen. But it's really just the first part of the process. Yes. The rest of the process is when these families come home and they raise their kids. And and what a what a great time. I know you were even just sharing with me that one of our Poland families came back to Poland yes. to meet with an aunt. Yes. And how exciting that was to see the aunt be able to see the way that these children are flourishing, but also for you get to see these children and say, this worked. This was this was a great part of what we got to do. And I just, uh, I love Sasha and I love his heart. And I, I know you can tell that from, from this. And certainly we've had some funny moments together uh, as brothers throughout Ukraine and Poland. There was the time I made him walk across the Romanian border and look for a Romanian farmer, like a piece of uh, gra- blade of grass in a field. And But we found him. Uh, I remember one of the first times I went to Ukraine. And uh, if you are a police officer in Ukraine or Poland, please turn the podcast off now. But you might have been going a little fast. And we've gotten stopped by many a person. And uh, 
those were some some fun moments. But I think one of the things that I always carry with me is in 2009 when we did a camp in Zaporizhia and we were caring for those kids and to see the way that you loved on those kids and cared for them and just to continually see your heart break for these kids that need a home. So uh, for those that are listening that maybe they're open to adoption and you know there's all these countries that we work in in Eurasia but specifically thinking about Poland and Ukraine and Kyrgyzstan just briefly tell folks why they should consider these places uh, as they adopt and as they seek to give children a forever family. Uh, before I answer that question, I would like to say that, um, you know, uh, every time by com- finishing the process, uh, family, you know, f- uh, getting ready to go home, the, uh, the process is coming to the end and everything is successful and they very very grateful and happy they're saying thank you and uh, I always think in this moment that you know what we what we've done is very little very technical you know and it's nothing uh, compared to the work that you start to do for this child so it's just the beginning it's something that you take for the rest of your life it's, I mean, you can, you're not going to change it. So it will be part of your life to the last day of, of your life. So I wanted to say that it's us who are grateful and thankful for the families who change the life of these children and who make them, bring them from the hopeless situation to the family full of meaning and life uh, full of opportunities and happiness and give them a chance to come to the church, you know, and to become a Christian. Amen. Those those families are really the ones that are investing in the lives of these children and seeing them to fruition. And uh, really the part that we play is such a minuscule part. We're the starting block, but ultimately is these families, it's the rest of their existence. And it's, it's a lifelong commitment they're making to these children. It's beautiful. And it pictures the gospel too, that these families are, are showing that once we come to Christ, nothing can snatch us out of his hand. And in the same way, they wrap around with this love. And that's our hope. And I know Sasha shares this hope that, that these kids would come to a saving faith and knowledge in Jesus Christ, and that they would see that example through adoption. So as we close, brother, tell us just a little bit uh, maybe just a little blurb on why somebody should consider Eastern Europe for adoption. Well, uh, I think there's uh, nothing happens in in this world uh, on its own, so there is no chance. So, and whatever options that we ha- we have, so uh, if if country is open, you know, and there are kids uh, who need a family. And we can uh, help those kids to find a family. So if, if it's possible, right? So that means that God opened the door and we need to help those kids. So if doors are closed, well, we don't know why. We don't know the reason. But we, and, and we're not focused on doors that are closed, but they're open doors. So, um, and today, uh, family can adopt from Poland. Family can adopt from Ukraine or other Eastern European mm. countries. So while this is the time when it's still possible, while this is the time when we can help kids, you know, before we don't have this uh, opportunity, because 
you know things don't remain the same things are changing so while we can while we're in the age when we can do it you know while those needs still have a need to be have family so i think putting all those elements together i think if if mm-hmm. a family feels that this is the right time this is the right country and they want to do it so we just we need to adopt child, a child from wherever the child is mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't matter if it's poland or africa you know a child needs a family in a, in, in every country so it, today you know we can adopt from poland we should we should adopt from poland tomorrow mm-hmm. we can adopt from different place we should adopt from different place as long as there's a child in a need as, as long as we're capable and feeling a calling we should do it amen so as the lord calls and equips know that these programs are open poland is open and certainly there have been challenges and changes but it's an open program with kids that need homes and ukraine with all of the uncertainties that have happened over the last several years there's still kids coming home to forever families and they're kids that are in need it's not easy it's tough in kyrgyzstan a country that certainly has had um Issues and, and we even prayed last week for the country of Kyrgyzstan. They're kids that need homes, and there's a possibility. And the thing that I love about our Eastern European programs is to see the families that the Lord calls and the Lord equips, because it's difficult and it's hard. But he's given us such a good team on the ground and here at home to help navigate those waters to make it possible for these families to adopt from Eastern Europe. And so if you're interested, potentially, and maybe God's tugging on your heart to adopt from one of these countries, Ukraine, Poland, Macedonia, Latvia, Kyrgyzstan, Bulgaria, Hungary, or Romania, you can actually go back and listen to Friday, August 18th's podcast with Jana Lombardo, and she details each and every one of these countries and what it looks like. And as always, you can contact us, and we'd be grateful and glad to give you more information about how you can go to one of these countries, get to meet Sasha face-to-face, and ultimately show the, the picture of the gospel through adoption to a child in Eurasia. Thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.